Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. The following is an experience sharing article from the 2023 European FAR Conference entitled My Son Helped Me Let Go of Emotion by a Falendafa practitioner in France. The article was published on the Minhui website on September the 5th, 2023. I live in France and I began practicing Falendafa in 2018. I used to be what you might call an overprotective mother. I was considerate and caring. My children are adults now. So why should I still act as if they were children? And as if I weren't a practitioner? My youngest son and I always had a very strong bond. We didn't see each other very often and the few times we did, he arrived exhausted because of his busy job. His situation increasingly troubled me and every time we saw each other, my heart sank. He's not naturally talkative, but I have no problem talking. Part 1. Eliminating my maternal attachment We seldom saw each other last winter. When he was able to take time off from work, I was probably too enthusiastic when I saw him, which annoyed him. When he left, I felt deeply hurt. I realised that I really had to eliminate my maternal attachment. By sending righteous thoughts, reading the far, and discussing the situation with other practitioners, I gradually calmed down. However, I knew that my motherly concern was not the compassionate heart of a Falendafa practitioner. Part 2. A Sudden Tribulation Last week, my son came home for a few days. I'd cut short my weekend at my sister's home so I could spend time with him but things didn't turn out the way I hoped. His long silence bothered me, and I felt sad. When he didn't respond to my questions, I lost my temper and stormed out of the room. I felt wronged, scorned and humiliated. I left the house and stayed away for most of the afternoon. My heart literally ached. The last time I felt such pain, such sorrow, was when my mother suddenly died. I started to take a walk, but every step felt as if I weighed several tons. At one point, I burst into tears, and I couldn't stop sobbing. I knew it was a test, but I felt as if I were inside a washing machine, being tossed back and forth. I thought about Master's words from the ninth talk of Duan Falun. Quote, then consider just how hard it may be to suffer beyond what's normal. Suppose someone goes to work one day only to find his company not doing well financially and that there are more employees than jobs. The company has to reform and start contracting work out and so excess employees are being let go. This person is one of them and suddenly finds himself unemployed. We can just imagine how stressful that would be. He has no source of income to support his family now and no other skills to land a job. So he goes home terribly dejected. 
Upon returning home, he learns that his elderly parent has become seriously ill. He goes to great lengths to borrow enough money to check his parent into the hospital and rushes them there, feeling anxious and upset. Later, he goes back home to get a few things for them, only to have his kid's teacher show up at the door, informing him that his child injured someone in a fight and that he, as the father, had better quickly come straighten things out with the other kid's parents. After taking care of all this, he returns home, sits down, and then a phone call comes from somewhere telling him that his wife is having an affair, unquote. I knew it was a test, but I couldn't calm down. I was literally overwhelmed by my frustrated maternal love. Even though I was in so much pain, I wanted to let go of those tears deep down in my heart, and especially my excessive attachment to my son. It felt like a death experience, and I understood at my own level what it meant to let go of my attachment to life or death. I realised that, in fact, it seemed easier to give up my own life than to give up my emotional attachment to my son. Over the next few hours, I reflected on this attachment and saw that I was looking outward. Why does my son treat me so badly? I recalled Master's words in the article, Realms, from Essentials for Further Advancement. Quote, A wicked person is born of jealousy, out of selfishness and anger, he complains about unfairness towards himself. A benevolent person always has a heart of compassion, with no discontentment or hatred. He takes hardship as joy. An enlightened person has no attachments at all. He quietly observes the people of the world, deluded by illusions. Unquote. When I dreamed of my son, I looked outside and only thought of my hurt feelings. I thought of what he should do to be a good son. I wanted my son to do this or that, or act like this or that, when all I had to do was tell myself that I had to give him his freedom and not let his attitude upset me. I was looking outward during all those months I spent trying to remove my attachment to my son. I had somehow hoped that my righteous thoughts would make him change to become more communicative and amiable. Instead, I should have looked inward and realised that I was demanding of him, but I wasn't demanding of myself. Is this the attitude of a Dafa practitioner? Masters far from the poem Falandafa in Hon Ying helped me to better accept what was happening to me. Quote, Cultivating Gong has a path. Mind is the way on the boundless sea of Dafa. Hardship is your ferry. Unquote. By reciting this poem regularly, I came to feel how suffering is one of the inevitable components of progress in my cultivation. For two days after this painful episode, my heart was heavy and I wept, but I had to go to work, where my co-workers say I'm always cheerful. So I put a smile on my face, because I didn't want anyone to have a bad opinion of Darfur. This helped me take a step back and stabilise my heart, because I didn't want my smile to be just a facade. Part 3. A Revelation One morning, during our local meeting, I couldn't hold back my tears, and I couldn't read. I listened to the other practitioners read the far, which helped me calm down. When I met up with my husband afterward, he saw my red eyes and asked me what happened. 
It was unimaginable to me that he couldn't understand why I was so depressed. I suddenly felt swathed in an immense wave of compassion. My husband could not understand what was happening to me because he was not a practitioner. But I was. At that moment, it was as if my identity was suddenly revealed to me. I'm not so-and-so, the wife of, or mother of, the daughter of. I'm a Falindafa practitioner. What a revelation. It's as if a door suddenly opened to let the light in and the dark cell I was in had been annihilated. Part 4. The ordeal is not over yet. However, I still held a deep-seated grudge against my son. I knew I had to let go of my attachment. I'm no longer an ordinary mother. I'm first and foremost a Darfa practitioner so I can't keep this suffering heart, which does nothing but harm. My son told us that he planned to come back the following Sunday for Mother's Day. All that week I brooded about it. I was not able to let go of my anger, even though I knew it was wrong. I wanted to make him pay, even though I was horrified by the way I felt. I knew the only solution was in the far, so I read and sent righteous thoughts in order to eliminate all the negative emotions whose sole aim was to destroy me and those around me. I looked inside. What I saw was ugly and violent. I needed to get rid of it. Part 5. Another Extraordinary Moment The long-awaited and dreaded Mother's Day came. My son arrived, and suddenly all my thoughts of malice or revenge were gone. I was just happy to see him, and he was very relaxed. We spent a very relaxing day, with no tension whatsoever. It's not that we put on a brave face, no, it's something much greater. It's as if this tribulation had never existed. Yes, that's exactly it. Master said in the ninth talk of Duan Falun, quote, What we teach, by contrast, is that you can change a tough situation just by compromising a little, unquote. I just experienced a miracle. In just a few days, I was able to get through a tribulation so immense that it seemed insurmountable, akin to giving up on life and death, and in the end, it's almost as if nothing happened. I finally understood that looking within is the key to moving forward in our cultivation, It's not about a magic wand that will remove all obstacles, not at all. It's about something so much bigger and so much more sacred. It's about facing difficulties with a heart that's frank, pure and light, without omission. We Darfa practitioners have both a responsibility and are incredibly fortunate to be Falun Darfa practitioners. Thank you to all my fellow practitioners who help and support me every day. We really are one body. Thank you, Compassionate Master, for the life you gave me. In today's podcast, we bring you an experience-sharing article entitled, Unconditional Respect and Faith in the Fa, 
The article was published on the Minghui website on September 15, 2023. Editor's note, this article only represents the author's understanding in their current cultivation state meant for sharing among practitioners so that we can compare in study, compare in cultivating from solid cultivation in Hongyin. In the recent article, Stay Out of Danger, Master Li, founder of Falun Dafa, wrote, quote, Your teacher doesn't owe you anything. It is solely for your salvation that he subjects himself to the verbal abuses that the wicked CCP heaps upon him. Unquote. Master also said, quote, Dafa is here to save all lives, including you. How could it owe you anything when it is saving you? Unquote. In addition, Master said, quote, the far rectification of the cosmos has reached the final stage, and after this period of time, there will be a serious process of selection and elimination, so do what's in your best interest. Unquote. The Minghui website published an editorial on this topic as well, entitled Righteous Thoughts versus Human Emotions. As Dafa disciples, we must take cultivation seriously at this critical moment. We have made a vow before the Creator with our divine lives to fulfill the mission of saving the sentient beings in the immense celestial bodies. In order for us to cultivate ourselves and fulfill our vows, Master has suffered tremendously for us. In past incarnations, Master has led us to establishing and propagating various cultural dynamics, including loyalty to the country from Yue Fei in the Southern Song Dynasty and Yi or personal loyalty, from the romance of the three kingdoms. Through these and many other examples, we have learned what cultivation is. This has allowed us to understand Dava's teachings, be saved, and establish mighty virtue. Master has sacrificed and endured so much only for us to be saved, and not for himself. In the article, Stay Out of Danger, Master mentioned our, quote, human attachments, human thinking, or human emotions. Unquote. How could we disrespect Master by letting these base human traits control us? Even at the lowest human level, there is a saying that one should return the kindness of a single drop of water with an entire spring. All the more so should cultivators of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance be filled with gratitude and, with our diligence, wish to repay what we've received from the Fa. We have received countless benefits from Dafa. Master has cleansed our bodies of all illness, endured our karma so that we can cultivate, and protected us and even our family members during tribulations. Master has saved us from hell and given us everything. So is our faith contingent upon all these blessings? We disciples need to let go of human notions, look within and improve ourselves. This will allow us to fulfill the vow made with our divine lives. Only by cultivating ourselves well can we repay Master and help ourselves and the sentient beings who have pinned their hopes on us. We must never forget the joy and pure heart we once had when we took up Dafa. We must live up to Master's expectations and not fail sentient beings or ourselves. Our cultivation practice is a process of consistent improvement and the standard is high. Master said in teachings from a tour of North America. Quote, Let's think about this. Say that the new cosmos is one of pure gold. If one impure being got in, wouldn't it become impure? How could that be allowed? Unquote. Our cultivation process removes our own impurities. We can only achieve that by constantly looking within. 
identifying fundamental attachments in human notions and eliminating them. Only after meeting the standard and being assimilated to the principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, can we be qualified to oversee our area of the future cosmos. As Dafa disciples, here are the most fundamental questions. Do we really have faith in Master and Dafa? Do we respect Master and Dafa? And have we cultivated solidly to live up to the title of Dafa disciples? Regardless of how well or how poorly others do, we ourselves must do well. following is an experience sharing article entitled Approach Dafa Cultivation with a Humble and Devout Heart by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Mingwei website on September 17, 2023. Recently, I came to a deeper understanding of maintaining humility at all times in Falun Dafa cultivation. Once we have the slightest thought that we are better than others, or that others are not very capable, or when others flatter us, we should vigilantly look within and see whether we consider ourselves above others. We must pay attention and cultivate away the mentality of showing off and any attachment of elation. This way, we can avoid demonic interference from our own minds. To save people, enlightened beings might choose to incarnate as any sort of person, even those who have to beg for food. We can never tell just by looking at them. We can't judge a being's origin or level based on their surface appearance, and we must not use our human heart to determine these things either. The better one cultivates, the more one knows to be humble and respect others. As Master told us in Stay Far Away from Peril, quote, That's Master telling you to mutually save and help each other, to save others while saving yourself. This is sentient beings saving each other at the end times. Unquote. Everyone in the world came for the Fa. It's just that Dafa disciples had the opportunity to obtain Dafa earlier. Only when we cultivate ourselves well can we achieve our goal of assisting Master Lee in saving people and return to our heavenly homes. Anyone who is still cultivating has nothing to show off or brag about. Resentment and complaints are negative thoughts that cultivators must not have. Resentment often comes from pursuit. For example, if someone doesn't get what they humanly desire, they may grow resentful and complain. As cultivators, we will not attain anything by pursuing it, as Master put it in lecture given at the conference in Sydney. Quote, getting things naturally without trying to get them. Unquote. If we treat everyone with compassion and don't expect anything in return, it's impossible to generate resentment. We cultivate ourselves and everything we encounter is for our cultivation. 
whether it is to eliminate our karma or raise our chin-ching. How can we expect external circumstances to change for our sake? Wouldn't we be refusing the opportunity to improve ourselves? The external environment will naturally improve when we improve, and eventually the entire world will become better. This is what Master said in Lecture 3 of Juan Fallen, quote, The Buddha light illuminates everywhere and harmonizes everything. Unquote. In Essentials for Further Advancement, the article of the same name tells us to quote, pacify the external by cultivating the internal. Unquote. When we meet with resistance while trying to clarify the facts to people, we first need to look within. We might find the other party suddenly changes if we have a pure heart. Our efforts might be futile if we do not cultivate ourselves first and only demand that the other party listen to us. If we eliminate the attachments to pursuit and changing our external environment, our efforts could improve the situation. If we don't, we might stray from the righteous path. Therefore, when the slightest resentment arises, we should be vigilant. Look within right away. Find the source of the attachment and eliminate it. We should evaluate things from the standpoint of cultivators. Otherwise, the interference and tribulations could reach a dangerous point. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.